0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So, y'all, it's been a long summer, and I've recently been working on refreshing my body, mind, and my spirit. I've started walking, I've been reading more, and recently, to refresh my spiritual life, I started reading a Bible plan called, It's Time to Reset, a 7-Day Devotional. And now on day two of this devotional, it talked about putting God first and the importance of making Him first in your life. And that got me thinking, what does putting God first actually look like? Putting God first is something I've heard most of my life that I needed to do, But what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Well, I did some research and I figured if I was wondering about this, maybe you guys needed to know as well. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a few practical ways you can put God first and I hope to inspire you to put God first. So guys, every now and then you need to refresh and reset. And that's exactly what I needed when I began reading this devotional. I had a long summer of moving across the country. My kids started school recently. I have a new schedule and just a lot of transitions. So now that things are finally settled settled down, I needed to shift my focus back to where it should have been all along, which is back on God. I decided to do some research on ways to put God first because, well, we hear it in church all the time, but oftentimes we aren't given the directions of how to do that. It's like telling a person to go bake a cake without giving them much directions on what steps to take. And if you're like me and you're better at eating cake than baking it, you really need those directions. <laughs> now, before I get into how to put God first, I'm sure some of you may be wondering why. Why do I need to put God first? What's the big deal? Well, I don't know if you live in the same world that I live in, but if you do, you will quickly see that things are kind of crazy, okay? Okay. There are so many influences around us, both good and bad. Our minds can get clouded by the news and by social media. And then there are things that we deal with on a daily basis, such as our family and our work. So for me, putting God first means that I won't be distracted. I won't be confused. I won't be unsure about what I should be doing and where I should be going. Putting God first means I keep my eyes on Him. I keep praise and gratitude in my heart, regardless of what is going on in the world. By putting God first, I'm able to hear from him what I should do and what path I should take instead of being influenced by what's around me. By putting God first, I will have peace even when things are difficult. So you have to remind yourself of all you have to gain by putting God first. Then it's time to execute it. So let's dive into it. Here are a few of my favorite ways to put God first in your life. Number one, start your day with God. Matthew 6 and 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So let me ask you, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Go to the bathroom, grab your phone and stroll through social media. Maybe you hit the snooze button and pull the covers back over your head. Maybe even groan about how you don't want to get up. I've done all of those things, okay? But there's nothing like starting your day with God. Start your day with prayer. Get up. You can sit on the side of the bed. You can get down on your knees or you can go to a special place in your house and spend some time with God. Starting your day with him invites him into your day. Think of it this way. The first thing that you do is the most important thing that you do. So please don't tell me that social media means more to you than your relationship with God. So let's work on waking up with God on our minds and gratitude in our hearts, and that will set the tone for everything else. Now, number two goes directly with number one, and that is to journal. You can journal what's on your mind, you can journal about what you're thankful for, or you can even write down your prayers, which I highly recommend. I call them love letters to God. I recommend journaling because have you ever been praying and get distracted because you started thinking about what you were going to eat later that day and had to start all over. It's just me. (laughs) I hate to admit it, but I can get distracted while I'm talking to Jesus. I've even fallen asleep in the middle of my prayer before. Don't judge me. Okay. But journaling your prayers makes you take your time. It makes you focus and it requires you to be intentional with your words. Also, writing my prayers helped me to see maybe I needed to change things up. Every day I was saying the same old stuff, asking for the same old thing. And I'm sure God God was tired of hearing about that over and over. So journaling helps me to stay focused on gratitude and it helps me to stay more consistent. So I recommend journaling your prayers. Now, number three is to spend time in God's word. Now, this can come in many forms. You can sit and read the Bible itself and even commit to learning a new Bible verse each week, which is something I'm starting to do now. Write down your verse for the week and you can put it on the fridge or on your mirror or whatever else you think you need to put it. You can read books on spirituality. There are so many devotionals out there that explains God's word and breaks it down even more. Another way to stay in his word is to listen to sermons. It has never been easier to hear a message than it is now. You don't even have to go to church. I'm not telling you not to go to church. I'm just saying <laughs> there's so many ways to hear a message from a preacher. You can go on YouTube. You can listen to a podcast. You can even turn on the radio sometimes and hear a message on there. Some of my favorites are Elevation Church and Transformation Church, but they can be a little long sometimes. So if you need something shorter, there's um, Joe Osteen and so many other great podcasts that you can listen to. There's so many to choose from. So spend some time in the word, whether that's through reading or through listening. Number four is to let your light shine. Guys, it means nothing if you have all this Jesus inside of you and you never pour it out and you never share it or you never help anyone. It means nothing if you never share the love of Christ with others. Don't hoard your faith. Share it. Find ways throughout the week to help others and to give. Ask God to make it clear to you what you should do, who you should help, where you should volunteer. Take what God has given you and find ways throughout your week to share it and give it to others. Now, our last one is number five, and that is to end your day with God. Just like you started your day, you're going to end your day the same way by spending time with him. Pray and thank him for the day that you had, regardless of whether you thought it was good or bad. Say some positive affirmations that will lead you into the next day. And one thing that I used to do was to read those daily bread devotionals every night. They're very short, but they're very effective. There are even some devotionals that require you to read one passage in the morning and the other passage at night. However you decide to do it, be sure to end your day by putting God first. So, guys, those were five ways to practically put God first. But I have one more tip that I want to give you that's kind of a bonus, and that is to be careful of distractions. Guys, when you decide to do something like this and work towards putting God first in your life, the distractions are going to come full force. You already know what they are for you. Social media, TV, maybe even certain people. Regardless of what comes, choose to be dedicated and follow through. Realize that you can spend 30 minutes in the morning with God and that social media will still be there when you're done. You're not missing anything. If you decide to pray midday, it's okay to put your phone on do not disturb. You can call them back whenever you're done. If you decide to fast for some things one day out of the week, keep in mind that those things that you desire will still be there when you're done fasting. Don't get distracted. And if you find yourself struggling with this, ask God for help, but also do your work as well. So guys, that's it. Start your day with God, journal, get in on the word, let your light shine, and end your day with God. And remember to keep those distractions at bay. Try some or all of these things in your daily routine. And if you really want to see some results, try it for 90 days straight. That's the best way to form a habit. And what an amazing habit it is to put God first. So I hope that you feel inspired to do the things necessary to strengthen your relationship with God, to let your light shine from within every day, and to keep those distractions under your feet so that you can give God the attention that he so deserves. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope that you find it helpful, and I really hope that you try to incorporate some of these things into your routine. If you do and it works out well for you, let me know. Shoot me a message. You guys can go follow me on Instagram at LaShondaMcLauren. For the full show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.